set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And you're listening to The Rough Cut. Um, This is a special, like, episode of what is our traditional, like, Black Girl Film Club, where we are discussing a movie that is still in theaters. So we kind of got, like, an offshoot of our traditional format of the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, we've been calling them mini episodes, but they're not so mini. So in an effort to not, like like catfish y'all <laughs> to listening to like us talk for two hours we're just gonna call them rough cuts um it's just kind of like off the cuff not so um polished um we don't have like a whole lot of like research necessarily or a lot of like prep it's kind of like our kind of our first reactions are like what we liked didn't like um probably won't be like the entire plot although i can't really I, I mean i don't really trust ourselves to not talk about the whole movie today but um yeah it's just be like a fun offshoot that's not um as put together but i mean are we really put together we we not <laughs> and so like we want to warn you guys up front that there will be spoilers Hell so yeah. if you haven't seen this film, what are you doing? You need to go into the, like the theater and see it. You need to run my bay his money. He needs your cash. Oh my god. Um, and on this episode of Rough Cut, <laughs> she said she wasn't gonna do it, and she did it anyway. I'm a liar. I'm a lioness. <laughs> um, we're gonna be discussing Midsummer, yes. directed by. Ari Aster. Yes. She's and so excited. I am so excited. I'm also really excited. Um because Ari I, is Ari is. Um He a wild he, boy. He he under that little little calm collected demeanor, <laughs> there's some shit going on. Some ain't right. Something is not right, y'all. Something not right. Something in milk ain't clean. And I absolutely love it. I love (laughs) it so much. I love him. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, (laughs) Brittany's going to declare her love probably this entire episode. So just get ready for that too. I've been terrorizing Ashley about him and his content for like a year. Oh my gosh. I mean, (laughs) like... I mean, I didn't. I wanted to see Hereditary when it came out, so that has never been an issue. Um, I was a little bit like iffy on watching his other, like his short films and stuff, which I just watched. So we can also talk about that um, during this episode, I guess. We'll just have like a whole Ari Aster Hive episode. <laughs> Ari Hive. Ari <laughs> I love my man, Ashley. Just accept it, okay? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. I love my fucked up man. It's fine. <laughs> well, girl, your man did something. <laughs> he did something. So. <laughs> he he did do a little something. He made, um, do men deserve rights film. Exactly. He did. 
me and Ari Aster are both like, man, fuck men's rights. <laughs> like, do men deserve rights? The answer is no. As usual. Uh- <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> Hashtag, oh, I mean, why bother <laughs> with them? Oh my God, they probably think we're like a she bitch man haters club. It's fine. I'm fine with that label. <laughs> I am. Um, so do you want to, do you want to like say what the movie is about? Like a brief like summary of what it's about. And then we could like talk about the characters and our favorite parts maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Our favorite scenes and and that kind of stuff, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I mean, to keep it like real, like simple and like, you know, light, I guess it's basically a movie about a group of guy friends and um, a girlfriend that go to Sweden to like a um, like a commune for a religious festival that kind of lasts. I don't know, like a I want to say like a week or nine days, something like nine that. days. Yeah, and um, it's like a really rare event. It happens like once every ninety years, and then they kind of. I don't think they realize they're in a cult. I think it's kind of upfront from the like the get go <laughs> that this is very culty shit. But um, they kind of just get embroiled in this this commune, um, not in the traditional way of like most of these kind of folk horror movies. But yeah, it's kind of almost a little difficult to explain too without um, the big scene at the beginning because. <laughs> like okay what a, I, I love this movie and so we're gonna have another conversation I feel like we talked about this a little bit when last year when we had the the episode we did about like our favorite movies of 2018 and that's when I talked about Hereditary yeah, which I loved and we've also talked about folk horror because we talked about The Wicker Man and mm-hmm. other cult related uh, movies and things yeah, we love cults here. I'm yes. looking forward to starting my own soon. Okay, so goodbye. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, when I hit that midlife crisis, starting my own cult. Uh, Excited. No. She's going to move to California. When she moves to California, y'all, don't talk to her no more. Don't leave her out there. Although, although you, live in o- you live in Ohio, so you might be good. Who started my own cult? I'm excited. There's been a couple cults in Ohio. I mean, yes, we've learned from Greg and Vanessa, and we've also, I mean, there was, you know, Waco. So yeah, out in Texas, we're good over here. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, y'all think I'm joking, but don't let that midlife crisis hit the wrong way. Please start stop that cult. Her. Please, please stop. <laughs> um, but. What I liked about the movie that I understood pretty much immediately, I love the art of the film. And the movie opened by literally telling you the entire movie. It did. It it does not, um, there is no sort of like, ooh, what's going to happen? I feel like with these kinds of movies, you know what's going to happen. You just don't know how it's going to happen. And I read a lot um of interviews last night with Ari and he kind of talks about how he, you know, 
it's kind of spelled out a lot in different ways mm-hmm. um, from the get-go because there's like the weird art mm-hmm. on the walls and and um, there's some like, I guess even the, the opening like painting, that big sort of mural. Yes. That thing. I didn't get to look at it like as, as, um, as I guess as hard as I would like to because it's not on screen for that long. But um if you have like any sort of experience like watching these movies, if you've watched like one, it almost feels like you've watched them all. But this one kind of pushes it to like a level that's actually like, yo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I. Yeah, <laughs> it tells you like and the only reason that I figured it out like earlier than I would have is because I've seen Hereditary a lot <laughs> too much honestly. But there were things that happened in Hereditary that you missed during your first viewing, but when you go back you notice it. So you go back and you see those symbols in places that you would have missed um, and you see their significance. So like paying attention to like all the art, especially like the before the opening title card, they have the story structured. Like you have the beginning, like there are three figures like floating in a dark abyss and they're connected by like a, it looks like a, a tube. And I was like, okay, that means something because there are three figures there. Mm-hmm. And then the center card is a man and a woman or something like that. I can't remember because I've only seen it once. I got to go see it like five more times, mm-hmm. but I've only seen it once so far, guys. Um, and then the last panel or something is like them that you could tell that they're in the village. So I was like, okay, I see how this story is going to map out. So I know something wild is going to happen within that first couple minutes of this film because of that first, the literally the first thing I've seen. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, I wasn't expecting that at all either. So, because, okay, I guess, can we back up? Can we talk about, like, our, could you, I mean, what made you, besides the fact that it's Ari Aster, like, what made you want to watch this movie? Like, was cults. there anything else besides it being Ari? Cults. Okay, and that too. Because we it, just mentioned this. We knew about this is. movie for, like, a year now. <laughs> Once he said he was writing another, I think either I sent it to you, you sent it to me. Cause I he think, was, yeah. I think we said it to each other <laughs> around the same time. We're like, bitch, look at this. He's like, he writing about cults. Like, yeah, we gotta yeah, see the, this. I think the news came out like right after Hereditary was released, and I was like, bitch, because that was when I was like in the middle of like watching every cult documentary <laughs> on Netflix and like HBO and stuff. So I was like, yes. This is aligning perfectly with my interests. <laughs> so, like, I was like, hell yeah, I want to watch this. And then, um, I don't even remember watching the, tra- I think I've watched the trailer literally, like, once. I, I've, yeah, I've seen it a couple times because I've gone to movies oh, where yeah. it plays before because most of the movies that I've seen are, have been, like, horror movies this year. So, oh. the last couple movies I've seen, they've played the trailer before it. I don't think they played the trailer before any of my movies. I've seen fucking Quentin Tarantino's movie a bunch of times. And I've, I've seen, seen that it. as well. Um, 
there's been a, there's been a couple other ones. I'm like, God damn, okay, I get it. It's coming, it's coming out. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Please <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> but um, yeah, because I mean, we pretty much decided like immediately that we were gonna see this. Um, and then I went and saw it. I was just telling Brittany that I went and saw this at Alamo Draft House. Um, mainly, I like going there mainly because they, they do the kind of like fun reels where they'll play clips from other movies and, and YouTube videos and like memes and stuff that kind of relate to the movie. So anytime I go see like a Marvel movie, they've always got like the guys in like the Philippines dressed up like Spider-Man and like Thor and stuff dancing at like a fucking birthday party or whatever like what it's, it's always something really obscure you can find like all that on youtube and stuff like you'll just have like like if you ever see like um like other versions of spider-man that aren't, aren't in english oh like yeah one that was like i've Turkish seen like or something like italian spider-man that's like where that one like clip is from and that dude's like shaking his head and shit like <laughs> <laughs> probably they probably have played that one i've seen there's been so many because I, I will usually go there for those um this one i liked it because they actually broke down like the folk horror genre um and like what it is even though it's very like a loose kind of thing um it's not really like as defined well defined as like other genres but they kind of all kind of link together with like certain elements which is definitely present in this movie um, and then I also went and, um, read, I did not know this, that, that a Swedish company came to Ari and was like, Hey, we saw, we saw your movie and we want this to be like a slasher film, mm-hmm. but like in Sweden. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that sounds terrible. I would watch it. Said, he said, well, he was like, I mean, that could be anything. He was like, your, your classic, like, Americans go to another country and get slaughtered. And um, and he kind of took his personal experiences with he was breaking up with someone. He was, like, going through a breakup, and then he put it to that. He's like, he said he gave himself, like, a day to do it. And was like, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I'll, I'll say no. So... All that combined, I think this that's what kind of makes it like a different movie from most of the rest for me because it, it takes a spin on something that's very, um, it's like, a, it's, it's like a, you know, an everyday kind of thing, like a breakup or something and like puts it against like something that's really fucking crazy <laughs> because you're just like, yeah, what I really want to be going through is going through like a shitty time in a f- another country with a bunch of people I do not know <laughs> and they're weird <laughs> and people may or may not be going missing. I got to deal with this fucking shit <laughs> at the same time while I'm also like going through personal issues, like familial issues and like mental health issues. <laughs> and it's just like shit. So I, I really like this, that part about this movie for sure. This movie made my chest hurt like (laughs) and I don't not a lot of movies affect me that way like usually movies like I watch I'm able to like brush off and be like "Uh (laughs) oh my god (laughs) like just keep it moving like it's whatever like keep it moving 
but it's a movie like it's a movie it doesn't matter but like it was something about this movie and I might be putting a lot of weight on it but there was something that I took from this movie that stuck with me and it's sticking with me and it's not any of the horror elements to it because that shit did not bother me at all yeah because you know me like well obviously you I knew (laughs) as soon as I saw your letterbox review I was like look at this bitch He's like four stars, four and I a half, five. I, I don't even know if I read your review, but I definitely like. <laughs> I, I saw you gave it four and a half stars. I was like, this bitch never gives anything more than like a three. So like, <laughs> I was like somebody liked it. But like, t- and even to me, like I honestly don't really consider it a horror movie. No, it's not like it's not scary in the traditional way. Of, like, he doesn't use any jump scares or anything of that nature. It's a lot of, like, disturbing imagery. Um, a lot. So, if you it's, it's a lot are of sensitive, that happen. Yeah, if you're sensitive, if you have, be careful. If, if you watch Hereditary and you saw that one scene <laughs> from Hereditary and you were like, <laughs> you know what, that's too much for me. This is definitely too much. <laughs> yeah, you. this one's worse. I was I telling say... Davlin about this um, the other day. Shout out to Davlin. And as usual, because <laughs> we always mention it. <laughs> but I was talking to Davlin, and I was like, yeah, so we were talking about the movie, right? Like, we were all talking about the movie um, at one point before it was released. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, you know what? If it's not as, like, if it's not as bad as that one part in Hereditary, then I think I might be good. And I was like, let me not put that down yet before I see it. And you know what the fuck happened? It was worse. Yeah, I was about to say something a little worse. It was something. worse. And I was in the third row. <laughs> because I do not. There's some like it depends on the theater that like, you get at, at my local theater at my local Alamo. But like they'll have it if it's in, like a really small theater because I usually like go and see movies during the day because I, I am cheap and I don't like to sit around a lot of people. And so um they'll usually put like you in as like a smaller theater the earlier in the day. And then it's got like this weird railing. And so like, if you have to get out for any reason, you're like really squished in with people. There's not like a space, a lot of space. And so I was like, well, let me go um, plop my ass in the third row so I can get a full, like, um, like end to end view of this screen. Cause I was like, I wasn't like on top of it, but I was like, I was pretty close and I was the only one in my row. I was so happy about that. I love when that happens. I fucking, cause I was supposed to be sitting next to like two people and I was like, God damn it. And they never showed. And I was like, yes, I can experience this. And it was good too. They didn't show because there are a couple scenes. I was like, yo, it was like flailing my arm a little bit and like covering my face. Cause I was like, Ari, why are you doing this? It was like, once I realized what was going to happen and I was like, bitch, in my seat, like, bitch, dare you? <laughs> oh my god! But um, yeah. Uh, I guess what? How how should we divide this up? Okay, I I wrote down like I got some. I wanted to talk about like the characters because I feel like the characters play. Of course, the characters play a major role, but I also feel like the characters have different like different roles within mm-hmm. the movie 
Right. Um, like for example, like what made the the movie kick me in the chest was Danny, the character of Danny. Yeah. Um, she is the main character, and let's pop like spoiler alert. Cover your ears, or just you shouldn't. You should have stopped listening a while back. Yeah. Um, the movie opens uh, with her basically receiving an email from her sister um, that doesn't seem right. It is it is an email that looks a lot like a final goodbye um, that she is reading, and it's implied that the sister is going to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, she is in a panic because of course, like if you are receiving that kind of email from your sister and you're trying to get in contact with her and she's not responding, you're going to panic. And, um, she also tried to like reach her parents and they're not responding. And she leaves a, like a voicemail message. Um, and like, nobody's getting back to her. Um, and you kind of like feel that unease almost immediately. And I feel like we've all been there. Like there has been like situations where like you might get a message from somebody like a friend, family member where you're trying to figure out what happens and you are trying to connect with them and you're not able to. Oh, I hate that so much, especially now. Like I try to be cognizant of the fact like, some people don't answer their phones, but like we have that kind of issue in my family <laughs> when people be like, like, oh, they'll message you about something and then you're like, okay, uh, you call them back and then they don't answer and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then your mind just starts like going, like you're just reeling, like you're playing through like all different kinds of scenarios. Like, oh my God, like what's going on? What right. do I need to do? What has happened? And you call your other means of support and in this case it's her boyfriend christian did she call call him first did she call her friend first she she calls him him first first. i think okay and she is like saying hey christian like i know like i'm trying to see if you could come over because you say you're gonna come over to hang out and i really need for you to be here with me and he was like did i say i was gonna come over she Ooh. was like, yes. <laughs> he was like, oh. Like, now we plan on coming over here. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Like, that from Jump. From Jump, Ashley. Mm-hmm. From Jump. Yeah. And she's trying to explain the situation. Like, okay, like, you know my sister, because we've been dating for a long time. Yeah, they have at least like four <laughs> years, I think, which also comes up later because he don't remember how long they've been together. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and he's like, you know how your sister is. You're making a big deal of it, and it's probably not a big deal. You know she has bipolar disorder. You know she acts out like this. You're just making a big deal. You need to calm down. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Like he was, I don't know. Cause sometimes I'm like the way he was saying it was not helpful <laughs> in the first place. And then 
he sounds so blase about it. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, and he wasn't making any effort to, like, come over there and be like, okay, like, I'll help you. Or, like, do you just stay on the phone with me or whatever. Like, he was kind of like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it was kind of like, you want me to, do you want me to come over? I mean, I guess I'll come over if you want me to. And she was like, no, I think I will be okay. And he was like, you I sure? Cool. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'm, I'll be good. I know how she is. And she was kind of like just repeating everything that he just said to her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, good. All right. Bye. And like that hurt my <laughs> that hurt my feelings as a member of the audience. Like imagine... Yeah, like, being you couldn't even attempt. Like not attempt at all. was not made. Like you're in. A, this is a long term relationship. Like this is. You've been dating for a very long time, almost half a decade, and you're not able to confide in your partner. Right. Right, because she calls her friend later, and she was like, "I don't. I feel like I'm being a nuisance. I feel like he's annoyed by me." And she's like, well, he's supposed to be there for you, which is, like, the truth. <laughs> like, like, especially if you've been together that long. Like, he was acting like they had just been talking for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. Which is what I thought was the case until they say later that they've been together for, like, four years or something. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> like, you, you know what? You're right. Because, like, I thought it was, like, maybe two years I thought it was like less. I was like, are they even dating? Like dating date, like official or what? Because he was acting like, girl, why are you calling me? And I was, I was like, now that you put it into perspective of like almost half a decade, I'm like, shit, you really didn't give a fuck. Like the only reason I thought it was more than like a year because, oh, wait, maybe back. Like I thought it was like a year and a half or two years because as like when you get to Christian's side of the arg- like side of the interaction, he's with his boys. You got Pele, who's Swedish. He's the one that's about to take everybody to their deaths. <laughs> um, you got Mark, who's played by um, what's that little boy name? Eustace. Wait, no, no. <laughs> what's his name? What? Mark is, is um is Will Poulter. He was in. Yeah, Bandersnatch. Yeah, I didn't watch Bandersnatch. I, I was like, Eustace, like Eustace Bags from fucking Wait, Courage the <laughs> He was in, what's his, he was in that Jesus line movie, them books about Jesus. But Jesus is a lion. Oh, the uh, Chronicles, Chronicles of Narnia. The you one, one, the Dawn with Ben Barnes, the Dawn, the Voyage Trader. of the Dawn Trader or some shit. That's, yes, that's what I see here. He was a bad cousin that everybody hated. He's always the bad kid. Because <laughs> he looks everything. like an adult baby as well. He's just got, you know, I was looking at him. He really just has really, ex- like, severely arched eyebrows. Like, this is the shit I would pay for at, like, a threader. Would you? Not that, not that high. I've, I mean, I've grown up, but like, <laughs> I've grown up, but like, you know, when everybody started doing their eyebrows and shit, and they really wanted their eyebrows like, like legit, like like high. a thin line on their face. Not that thin, but like, you know, like you wanted them shaped, 
Because, like, my eyebrows did not used to have an arch before I started, you know, working at them, getting to work at Myra's eyebrows. But, like, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, he just has really just, like, like, severely, like, for a man especially, he has, like, a severely arched eyebrows. But I've heard he's actually a pretty nice dude, and um, he just always seems to be playing, like, a, a douchebag. The and then you got character. Chidi from the Good you have Place. Chidi from the Good Place. Um, I guess his Josh. name is Josh in this one, and he is a black academic. He he <laughs> is, and I, you know what the other thing is so funny about this is that I saw so many people being like, "Why is the black guy there? There's no point for him to be there when he has the most point to be there." I mean, he is because literally the only person out there who's actually who, like doing something with this information that they're like that this whole experience is not like him on like a pleasure cruise or whatever. Like he's legit there for academic study. <laughs> he is getting his degree in white people shit. He is getting his degree in summertime white people shit. Yeah. Midsummertime the, white people shit. Is it like the entire concept of midsummer or is yes. it Okay, his, I forgot about that. Wait, right. I remembered it is something about um european midsummer celebration i think rituals because so, he's, he's not just going to this country he's um going to sweden he's going to like england he's going somewhere else that i missed um, like he was in his bag when he was yeah. going <laughs> he's like a legit because i because i saw so many people be like well, why is the black guy there and he's you know like <laughs> like i mean y'all <laughs> Everybody yeah, but, else is kind of there. Yeah, and I just, I don't think anybody thought he had any purpose. Like, I think people thought he was going to be, like, one of those, you know, one of those black guys that you see with those groups of white people, and you're just like, bro, don't do that. <laughs> but he actually was, like, of anybody who needed to be there or who had, like, a purpose, like, he had purpose. And mm-hmm. so it kind of made me not mad, but I was just kind of like, when, like, when and where do y'all want black people in the movies? Because so I'm on I, a, ooh, I got something to say about that too. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I can Deep. say it now. Okay. Soapbox. Okay. So I am a black person. I don't know if you guys know that I am a Negress. Um, Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if everyone knows, but cats out of the bag. I'm a Negress. Um, <laughs> And I love horror movies. I watch them all the time. If you listen to any episode of this podcast, you should know that by now. Mm -hmm. Um, This was one of the few times where I felt like race wasn't an issue at all. It wasn't. I mean, you could read into it in certain certain, uh, respects, but like it was never something where... They looked at him like, who the fuck is you? <laughs> like, because you know, people are like, why would you go to Sweden? It's all white people, which mm-hmm. is not entirely true. But it's kind of one of those things. It's like, uh, we don't go there. But it's then like, at the same time, it's like, well, when are we going to see this happen? But continue, because I also have feelings and thoughts. Like, you can tell. like I was looking on some things and I read a take that had me a little little steamed had me a little steamed um they it called the film I it implied the film was racist because (laughs) (laughs) because Josh was the only character to be killed on screen and I was like wait a minute 
like other people got it. And yeah, you just didn't see it because I mean, if they had showed the other ones, it would be spoiler heavy. Yeah. And one in particular, but also like, yeah. And I felt like of all the characters, like of when we get to like the characters dying and whatever, he received like the kindest death. Like, he really did. He they really, just knocked his he, ass out. And he he legitimately <laughs> did. And I'm not even, that's not even like an exaggerate. Like, you're being completely like 100%. That is the kindest thing I've ever seen in that movie. Because everybody else got it. Yeah. Like, if I had to go anyway, honestly, I got two deaths that I would have. That's the first one. If I had to choose, I would do that one. Then we could talk about the other one that I would choose later. Um, oh, no, we choosing? If I had to choose, I would go with Josh first and then another one later. Oh, um, no. no. <laughs> oh, wait. No, you said Josh. I thought you said the... Okay, never mind. Never mind. I got um, people confused. But the... And Josh did not die because he was black. Josh died because he was an arrogant asshole who mm-hmm. did not respect the boundaries of the people that he was studying. They gave yeah. him free range. They said that they gave him permission to look at, to look like they could, he could look at their sacred texts. He could talk and interview anybody he want to. Pele. And he could take pictures of pretty much everything. Yeah. Except- Pele said he could take pictures except for the super sacred rituals. Yes, the super sacred book, really. And, yes. And also the ones, yes, the other very super sacred rituals. So. I, for, I forgot that was actually very sacred, which. Yeah. <laughs> um, The only thing that he was concerned with, which is a major issue, and I understand from an academic perspective, like without the picture proof that he was literally there and these people existed, it would kind of question, like it would bring the, um, validity of his research into question right. and I understand that like of course like if you're doing your studies somebody is going to have to um, be able like, to back this up validate mm-hmm. yeah especially if you're if you're gonna be I'm assuming he was doing he said he was doing his thesis so I'm assuming that's like a PhD mm-hmm. they're all doctoral students okay and so they're which, all anthropology which me as well but we'll get to that <laughs> Like, They're all anth- anthropology students. Right. That all that baffled me is that that and that brings me to the other other character that was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, that we just talked about a little bit. But um what I also didn't like about Josh is like Josh, he did all his work only to later have Christian come in and was like, yo, bro, I'm about to do the same shit as you. Right. And that was the part that this is why I was confused and baffled by because I was like, okay, he is writing this paper. And I was like, okay, cool. But like the rest of them, I was like, I didn't really know what they did or, you know, I didn't get the sense that they were in school together. And until he came up and was like, yeah, I'm going to do this too. And I was like, that was the thing that made me the most mad in the whole movie. For sure. I was like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to just decide out of nowhere, like halfway through your trip here, that you're just going to write your your whole anthropology thesis on this, the same thing that he's doing 
Y'all know each other. Y'all are friends. It doesn't make any sense. You never, he never even expressed interest beyond just going to go. So I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I was in my chair heated. Like Christian went full white man. Full white man. Like. I and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm open to collaborating." And I was like, "Shut the fuck up! Are you kidding? <laughs> you douchebag!" Because like Christian didn't have like he's a doctoral student, he's working on his thesis, but he didn't have a, a thesis. Like he didn't have he didn't anything have any- concrete. Yeah, and he didn't have he- anything he was really planning on studying. I don't think. And he like was just gonna topic. go with everyone else to find inspiration, did and we, then all of a sudden, did we introduce Christian as a as a person? Oh, Christian is the boyfriend yeah. who he like in the like when we're introduced to the group. That's when he was like, "I'm kind of tired of Danny. Like, I'm tired of her calling me," and they're like. You need to break up with her. You've been trying to break up with her for a year. A year. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I know. He's like, I'm going to do it soon. And well, he's also looking at other girls. I'm like, you just need to do it. And that was my thing, too. I was talking about this the other day uh, with Davlin. I was like, honestly, he should have just fucking broke up with her. Like, just do it. Don't drag it out. Don't sit there and be all, like, shitty and just, you know, wait for her to do it to you or whatever. Just fucking do it. Just like everybody was like, you know what? Just fucking you been should have did it, which they were right. They were just really, really extremely harsh about it because they were like, you can find a girl who actually likes to have sex with you. And I was like, I'm sure that is a symptom of depression, y'all. <laughs> but men being men, men being men probably did not see it that way, which they didn't. They did not. And they're like, they were encouraging, like, you got the feeling that they didn't like Danny. And they were encouraging no, they Christian to break up with her. And they probably picked the worst night of her entire life. Oh my God. I feel like we talked about all his friends just to bring it back to this original point. Oh my God. Um, And like, when she was calling to get reassurance from Christian and with trying to find her, like, out what's going on with her sister. We find out that her sister committed su- a murder suicide, essentially. Yeah. Um, the sister killed herself and killed her parents. So this left Danny alone, completely alone in the world. And the, the only person that she has is Christian. She's the worst person on earth. <laughs> and oh my God, this scene was like, I was like, damn, because I've never seen this actress. What's her name? Florence. Um, I do not know how to say her last name. Pew? That's how I've been. Pew? Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, Florence Pugh. I'm going with that. She, I've never, like, seen anything she's ever been in. Apparently, she's been in, like, a a few, like, movies here and there um, since, like, 2014. So, like, the last, like, five minutes, or five minutes, five years. Um, But I was like, this is, like... This is grief on screen, like on screen. Like I, that was some like, like, I don't even know. It did not feel fake at all. That was like, I have found out the worst thing 
like the like my life is over whales like that was bad but like it was so good at the same time i was like fuck <laughs> it was like this is fucked up and of course christian's there to hold her but like he's kind of like eh. it's if you ever watch it reminded me of a scene from 30 rock where somebody is like puking in the toilet and Liz Lemon is trying to console them by patting them oh, on the back with, the, the with back a broom. Scratcher. Oh, about, yeah, the broom. It okay. It okay. Or like either patting <laughs> them on the back with a broom or just like consoling somebody by saying, it okay. It okay. You good. It okay. Like That's what thing. it reminded me of. Yeah, she's just like laying on his lap, like screaming, basically screaming, crying, and he's kind of like, eh. <laughs> "It okay, it okay." I mean, honestly, you don't know how to like if someone's whole family is gone in an instant, you mm-hmm. would you you probably would not know how to console someone. And no, no. Honestly, like. I'm going to put myself in this trifling ass man's shoes. Um, imagine <laughs> like how guilty you must feel to have like be literally drinking at a bar. Be like, yeah, I'm about to go home, break this off, get home. And like your your girlfriend's like whole family is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what would you do? I would probably be like freaked the fuck out. Number one. Um because that's like a lot. I mean, that's just, a, that's a lot in general for any person to deal with. But then like at the same time, you're just kind of like, then you're like in our, like stuck between a rock and a hard place. Cause you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to break up with her. And then you're like, oh, I can't. Cause then you look even like more than an asshole. Like if that was even humanly possible, but you even look like the world's greatest asshole at that point. So, yeah. and, and I'm not good at consoling people either. So that's, that's another thing. So I can feel him on that one, but also like you're her boyfriend. Yes. Y'all you're physically intimate. <laughs> like you're, you, you gotta, you gotta be there. And honestly, of course you don't want to break up with her that night, but it went from it winter to summer. midsummer. And y'all still together. You you're doing her a disservice at that point, like right, like leave her alone. And you you see that she's already like isolating herself. If you're her only connection to her world, because you don't hear her making calls to her friends anymore. Like I yeah, paid attention coming- to that. Like she didn't like you don't hear her friends calling her. You don't hear her calling her friends. The only people that she has in her life is him and his friends who don't like her yeah i'm like you gotta be going through some shit to be hanging out with some people who visibly do not like being around you like they when they went over to i guess to christian's house i think it was christian's house and they were all there and she was kind of like hey they was like why you in fire yeah they were like what the fuck and then like Josh just kind of got up and went to the refrigerator like without saying anything to her. Like, damn, shit. The only person who's nice to her is is um, Pele. Is Pele, which, I mean... Sweet word? angel Pele. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Heart sweet... My theory, Pele cared the whole time. Like, yes, it's a trap. 
But he cared. Yeah, I mean, he did seem... Like, of course, it's all... The whole thing is a trap. Yeah, it's definitely a ruse. But he seemed to... I don't know. He kind of tried to empathize with her in a way that also made her uncomfortable because he was like, yeah, my family died. And then she was like, "Mm, okay, I gotta go. Mm -hmm. Which I also really like this part where she like kind of went into the to the bathroom where she like went through a door to cry. And then it kind of like flipped around like this. The camera kind of flipped around and like she was suddenly in like the the um the airplane bathroom, which is a big mm-hmm. ass fucking bathroom. Just that's so unrealistic, Ari. Like <laughs> them things are tiny. But she was she was like in this cool like this actual like the whole scene changed and she again started crying, which she has a good um I don't know, maybe Florence has her, you know, has a future in being a, a genuine screen queen because that was some crying, man. I was she, like, oh, she she did that. Yeah, she did. And, like, with the trip to Sweden, like, Pele's, like, if you want to come visit, like, if you want to come visit me in the Harga back at home, y'all can stop by the house if you want to. Um, And Christian decides to invite her, but it's not, like, an actual invitation. It's a, you could come if you want. And, of course, she wasn't going to say no. Well, also, too, is the fact that she didn't even know about it. Yes, he... He like she finds out at that party that he is going to Sweden in two weeks. And yeah, for like, I don't know how long he's going to be gone for a while. For like right? a couple months. I don't remember if he was going to go like to the same places with Josh. Like, were they all going to go together? Or was it only Sweden? But it made it seem like I mean, that's a far away to go anyway. Yes. For the, you know, for one thing and then like to not have known <laughs> about it either. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, you could at least like told me at the very least you tell your girlfriend like, hey, I'm going to Sweden. And she tries to bring it up, but she doesn't push the issue. She just says like, you could have told me like, I wish I would have known like that would have been cool if you told me. He's like, it's not a big deal. I said I might go. He's like, and she's like, wait, if you're the way they're talking about it, it sounds like you are going. And he's like, no, we were just playing. Like, we we're just kidding. Like we didn't like make concrete plans. And he was trying to like push, like minimize her feelings, minimize the whole situation. Because honestly, if you're going out of the country, you got a plan. You can't just pick, you real realistically cannot pick up and go to no damn Europe. For months long trip. Well, at least to like a country that you don't speak the language. Especially if you're doing research. Yeah, especially if you like, if it's like for an academic thing, like you definitely like discuss this and you have Pele who is your guide there. So he knows y'all coming. Y'all not just showing up to the house like, hey, y'all got an extra plate. <laughs> and this is where you get that reluctant. You could come if you want. Like, if you want to come, I guess you can. <sighs> Like that, that just made me so mad. You don't want her to come. I mean, I would rather he had just been like, nah. He's like, sorry, you can't come. Actually, let's sit down and have a, let's have an adult conversation. I understand that we're both in our early 20s, early to mid 20s, but let's talk about this. Yeah. 
Well, but hashtag men are trash. So well, here we are. So, uh, yeah. But I, okay, so like if we go to this like next part where they actually land there, I love this part where they, first of all, the fucked up thing is that they took mushrooms just as soon as they got there. No, like, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, I don't know, y'all. He was like, no, he, ma'am. Like, his, from his brother? Yeah. I, was, I don't even know who that dude was, but he was like, yeah, um, don't you want to try some? And she was like, I don't really know if I want to. And he's like, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to work with her. Like, he's going to, I'm not going to take him. And his friends are like, what the fuck, man? Like, first of all, you can't all, we can't all take mushrooms at the, at different times because then we're all going to be tripping at different times. Like that doesn't work. And then it, I think it was like kind of like his like half hearted like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to have solidarity with her. I'm going to, you know, try to be a good boyfriend at this point. <laughs> she was like, I'm good. Y'all just do it without me. And they eventually take the mushrooms. But I really like the part where, like, it kind of turned into, like, body horror a little bit. Ooh, that, ooh. When she was, like, looking down at her hand. Ooh, and it was, like, grass growing through it? Yeah, it was, like, grass growing through it. And then she, like, she, like, she's basically kind of having, like, panic attacks a little bit. Because she's kind of, she imagines a bunch of people laughing at her. Like a group of her. And she ends up going to like, I thought she was going to go to that weird, like, I guess it was like a bathroom, like a uh, outhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was. That little structure. But she like walked past that and walked into the woods and she like, like the trees are moving and like stuff is all like the colors start kind of flipping out. And like, it almost looks like a, um, like a 3D movie where you but when you don't have the glasses on like those the images were all kind of separated a little bit and i think she sees her parents at one point yes she's just having a bad time (laughs) she's having a terrible time it was it was intense like i couldn't imagine like i know people like do drugs and go see movies but no this is not one that you would want to do that to no i can't even imagine doing that shit are you kidding me (laughs) i oh no no like anything like that the effects of the movie (sighs) Mm -mm. not a hallucinogen that sounds like a bad time all around and when, this is when we learn that the sun does not, allegedly does not set where the yeah. commune is. So it's yeah. daylight most of the time. And when the sun does set, it's not completely dark. Yeah. And it's like two hours-ish or something, which I think like you have to be really high, like far north, like close to the Arctic Circle, I believe. For that to happen, because I know there's parts of the world where it's dark for, like, pretty much all day, because <laughs> it's, like, during the winter and stuff. So, it, I mean, it seemed plausible, but then I was like, there is no time where it's just, like, you get some, like, a moment to yourself where, like, no. where, like, you, people don't see you, nobody's watching you, and, and there's no, like, downtime. It just feels like it's always, like, not go, 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 but it's just, like... You know, at night, you kind of just kind of like lay your burdens down a little bit. And and this part, it was like, now, nah, girl, everything's happening at once. All the time. People are literally always in your damn face. Always in your face, in your business. People are looking at you. Um, <laughs> you got them scrolls like, and oh images God. everywhere. 
Oh my god. Yeah, all that shit is around. So you're just like always in somebody's like peripheral. Like and and she passes out for like two hours, I think. Like she basically passes out when the sun was down, like kind of sort of down. And she's like, Fuck, where was I? And she's like, Yeah, you basically blacked out and um, everybody else was stopped had stopped tripping. That's when they walk into the commune um to like hike in or whatever because it's really far remote classic folk horror thing as it's very far removed from civilization they can't even like turn on their phones and stuff and they can't turn on their phones but like they're not connecting to anything yeah it's nothing out there they don't have wi-fi yes the wifi is not working out there um and we learn like she was kind of really concerned about like what day it was because it was her birthday. Yeah, and this motherfucker forgot her birthday. The only person who remembered her birthday was Pele. That was calculated. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it was her. <laughs> yeah. And he drew her a picture. I don't remember my friend's significant other's birthdays. Like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, but I do not care about your birthday. And I feel like he drew her a picture of herself. Yeah, he did. He did. As the May Queen. Does she have the crown on? I don't know, but I gotta, when I watch. I know she another had like, time. some flowers on, but I don't think she had that particular crown on. But it was very, like, yeah, he's like, I drew this picture of you. And she was like, he's like, I hope that's okay. I hope that's not, like, inappropriate, which I was like, it's kind of inappropriate. All right. And she's like, no, that's fine. Like, he forgot my birthday anyway. And he was, I was on the seat like, bitch, why are you? Break up with him, please. So one of y'all needs to break up with each other. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to just pull that Band-Aid, rip it right off. And we're, like, introduced to, like, the village. And the village is fun. Um, it's stuff going on. You got youths, you got kids, you got teens, you got young adults, you got some elders, not too elderly. Um, you got like you're not gonna see like a ninety year old person there, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. And yeah. and you um get an idea of like what's going on, and they're introduced to like their lodgings, and you find out like how their society is structured where it's com- it's really communal living like all the young adults from ages what uh, zero I, I feel like zero to 36 everybody was well, in that little he said dorm that room. it's split up between like zero to 18 uh is like you're they he described it in like seasons so like which i liked spring. i like that a lot yeah and and then 18 to 36 you're in your summer and that's when i think you start uh oh no you go like on a like a kind of like a Rob spring like a quest. yeah like he made it seem like you kind of go on like your your spiritual quest wherever you decide to go although i was like do y'all really leave this place at all but like you know <laughs> and then um and then he said from 36 to like 50 I guess it's in, in, in blocks of 18. So whatever the next one is after that, um, like in your 50s, you are kind of like like a mentor, mm-hmm. I believe. And then like after like 50 to 72 is um, is I guess 56 to 72. 
part of my math. I'm so sorry. Um, you're just kind of like an, um, you're considered like an elder, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what happens after 72? And he was like, he makes that like kind of slashing motion against his throat. And they're all like laughing. And I was like, oh, he's not, he's, you find out that he's serious. <laughs> like, that ain't for play play. No, he's very serious. And so like, um, so yeah, so like, you you know, it's like your seasons of your life basically, but all the, all the, I guess, under 36s kind of stay in um, this big old, it almost kind of looked like the, the hereditary treehouse, but like bigger. Hmm. I've just kind of reminded me of that. I don't know why. I mean, it's, it, it's clearly like, you know, very Swedish with like the the beds and then like the 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 drawings on the wall that you mentioned and stuff. Which I didn't really get a good look at those, to be honest. Even though they they told it, like, some the, stories. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what? I really want to Google it right now and see. But um, but yeah, they had like a crying ass baby in there, which was killing me because I was like, girl, nah, like. They're like, yeah, like he's kind of raised with everybody else. Like the whole village kind of raises the baby, and it's kind of like, okay, cool. They was like, like where's his mom? Cause like the baby's crying all night, and it's like, oh, she gone. <laughs> I didn't even catch that part. Yeah, it's like, where's the baby's mother? Like, where, where's the baby? Oh, she out. She in the. She's in the world. She gone. She's oh, in. Lord. She's having a hot girl summer. Oh my god! And we're just taking care of things back home. And I was like, "Uh, somebody got to get." It. I think Josh, <laughs> I, me and Josh, is on the same page about the baby. <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, y'all got to get it. You got to get the not, baby. Y'all not gonna. Y'all not gonna quiet the baby. Y'all not gonna comfort the baby. The baby cried like literally all night, or like what? It, I guess when they decided to sleep. Because they eventually had to, like, draw the shades because it was still light outside. But just to give a semblance of, like, it's sleeping time. But, yeah, the baby cried. Um, it's, like, a two-story little house. Like, there's certain ways it was framed. I think there, that's what reminded me of the treehouse in Hereditary. Um, because it was kind of, like, black around the edges. That kind of made it seem like it was kind of, like, there floating a little bit. Um... But yeah, like it's all co-ed, um, and I think what else happens after this? Like, um, there's like they get they get shown around a little this bit. This is where we get to one of my favorite parts. Oh, so no. first of all, it's a bear. There is a giant bear in a cage, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, it's a bear. And they were like, what does the bear mean? Because uh, Josh is asking questions while they're, like, doing the tour. And yeah. Pele is like, Eng- bruh, it's a bear. And I was and like. They, yeah, the English guy, because there's an English guy and a girl that come along. They're, like, the only other ones outside of, like, the um, the core group that is not from the commune. So it's just, like, them few together. <laughs> Which I'm not even sure why he was there. Why were they there? Who? I guess they, do they. Who, Simon and Connie? Yeah, were they like, the brothers? Yes, they were the brothers. Yes. They Simon and Connie, Ingmar, I think that's his brother's name. Ingmar or somebody. Was picked them up. So Simon and Connie came were his guests. Yeah, you're right, Ingmar. Yeah. Okay. I missed that part. So yeah, they're like the only ones there. I think it was like, yeah, it was either Josh or like Simon was like, so we're just not gonna talk about this bear. <laughs> like at all. He was like, Yeah, it's just the bear. And I was like, Oh my god. 
I feel like Ari knows like what's important to me. Oh my god. Why is this important to you? Because like, like bears are important to me as a person. Okay. And I'm not gonna go into why, but bears okay. are important to me. Okay. I'll tell you off air. It's really lame, but they're important to me, and I have a long-standing history with bears. Okay. So I ex- like I showed my mom like that bear in a cage thing, and she's like, "Oh, you need that. Like that's you." Okay. <laughs> she's like, "Oh yeah, because Did of you X." Order it? I think I missed out. I waited too long. She's like, "Oh, you need it." Bring back some- yeah, A twenty four has had a bear in a cage thing. Like not like a scary cage. It's like a wooden kind of thing um that was like it was like a toy or something yeah this is like a little bear action figure and my mom yeah. was like oh you need that she's yeah, like, it was like you need it's it a bear. that's what he said that's what the tweet was it's a bear and she's like <laughs> oh like- <laughs> you need it and i was like i do need it and i'm glad you understand why and i was like oh she understands but anyway <laughs> bears um <laughs> but then you go like pan out and you see like more art and this is my favorite piece. I really like how he did this with this whole like of s- art scanning of the story. I know why you like it because it's fucked up. But <laughs> I was screaming. I was the. I was like, I, I felt like I was a one of the few people in the theater that was like making notes I'm like y'all i wanted to tell the people beside me like y'all gotta pay y'all gotta pay attention to this the woman oh. sitting next to me was like this is the worst movie i've ever seen like she was so pissed off when we left the theater and i was like ma'am this movie is great <laughs> but it's- i love how i'm looking at the a24 website and the thing is literally bear bear in a cage tm like there's a trademark like I need it. Like I'm glad. I'm sad it's sold out. But oh it, yeah, because they had another drop today at five, shit. Or six Eastern, and it's only seventy five. Shit. Clearly if anybody like they're the fucking um like they're fucking supreme or somebody doing drops. If anybody wants to send me or sell me a bear in a cage action figure figurine, it's got a little um wreath around its neck too. Hit me fun. up. Hit me I'm up. Sure it's on eBay. Hit me up because I need it. I would not be surprised if it's on eBay, like, by the end of the week. I'm going to be looking because I need it. Um, <laughs> but, like, there is a scroll that I was, like, looking at, and it depicts what they consider a love spell. Yes. And this was a moment I was like, did Ari watch my favorite movie, She's All That? Because it reminded me of a scene from that. Um, but the the spell depicts a woman trying to woo a man by trimming off some of her pubes and baking a coochie cobbler. <laughs> and give it. Coochie cobbler. She just wanted to say coochie cobbler coochie on cobbler, the podcast. Pew pot pie to fall like make a man fall in love with her. Right. And then you know what this is so funny? So I um I watched um I think we both watched the love spell. Not the love spell, the love witch. I watched I most of it. I watched it and I didn't really care for it beyond like the aesthetics, but there was a part where she was kind of like doing something with the tampon in some sort of like liquid. And I was like, what? What are we doing? But I guess that's like a, this kind of helped me, that kind of like connected that, like this scene connected back to that scene and like my brain. Cause I was like, 
oh, like you had to take a part of your, I guess yourself at your most feminine or whatever. Oh, guess, that's quote unquote. I mean, allegedly, I'm not even. Do I want to go there? I mean, I don't know. I don't know like the specifics because I mean, I, I mean, feel like that's not uncommon. No, I feel like I've heard of these kind of like things, things. before. We got put put some hair and and something or something that's been around your your, your area. Cooch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your area. <laughs> cooch <laughs> to um to get a boy to like you or get a dude to like you and um. I mean, this was also like more foreshadowing. Like Ari was like, "Listen, I'm giving you all the clues, bitch." <laughs> Give you all the clues, and I was like, "Hmm, this is important. This is definitely gonna come back later." Yeah. Um, but where it was in the movie right there was just like a sheet hanging on a line. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Hmm," I was like, "This is hilarious to me," and I was like laughing, and everybody well, else was I like, was laughing too. "Everybody I was looked like- at me." I was like, "Y'all, this is." A person cutting off pubes and putting it, it into way, a pie. It this was the is way funny. too like it was drawn. Like she had them big ass scissors. <laughs> like it was wild, y'all. I was like, you gonna cut off a lip? You gonna keep, keep it cute? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked like gardening shears. Like it did. They looked like gigantic fucking gardening shears. I was like. Like, fuck, fuck around and lose a lose a labia, girl. Like she was about to open a strip mall, but also she was kind of crotched down too. The way she did it, it was kind of like you just kind of like squatted in the woods, and it was like sip sip. It it was it was a wild it was wild imagery. Yes, and but I did like that part too. I liked how how there were so many like graphic parts. Like, he used a lot of the graphic imagery in conjunction with, like, the live action parts. Yeah. And you didn't feel, I don't know. It's kind of like, I feel like for anybody else, they'd be like, hint, hint, there you go. Look at here. But, like, it felt it felt like it was a part of everything. Like, it, it didn't made sense. take you out of the story. Like, you're yeah. looking at it, but it doesn't feel, like, separate. Yeah, it was contextual. Like, you're like, okay, I'm learning. Because a lot of these things, too, I will say, a lot of these movies, like, in this genre, will not really explain anything. And I think it's for, like, mystery's sake. But, like, there's, like, a lot of explanation, which I think is why the movie is so goddamn long. Because the movie is, like, two and a half hours. And I was like, Ari, what are we doing? And at one point, I was like, get to it. <laughs> I feel get like we the- know how, like, the Harga work. Like, I feel like we know everything about them, for the most I- part. I, I, they were selling it to me shit <laughs> at one point I was like you know what points are being made <laughs> <laughs> can I deal with this crying ass baby all night that, that part no the mom is not there like she can't come get it no I was like no no I was like is everybody under a spell and everybody's asleep and eventually Danny starts taking uh like sleeping pills which make her like freak out some more mm-hmm I mean, I had similar things on melatonin and the ambient. I've never, I've never done those. Never, <laughs> I'm a little scared because I, yeah, no. Ambient is great. All right. <laughs> there, there's your endorsement, y'all. Ambient, thumbs up. Okay. Okay. Well, if, you ever, if you ever find yourself in a Swedish commune and you're just like, I don't know what's going on. It's a lot happening. Just. Make sure you bring your Ambien. Yep. Just take some night-night pills. Get some rest. 
Oh no. Um. So I guess what what other scenes did you like? I um when well, I like the um the what is it? I'm stupa. Um. When is it? I'm I'm stupa. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but I'm stupa. Anyway, it is a. It's when you get like, so like they have a sacred ritual where like the two they had a last meal for like the oldest people in the village. I didn't even I didn't even get that. That's what that was. I didn't either until it was too late. (laughs) (laughs) And they had their time here on this uh, great plain, and they were like, you know what, we in the winter. And we're done. And they threw themselves off a cliff onto a giant rock. And you know what the fucked up part is? I was in it because the scene is kind of drawn out. And Pele does not tell them what it is. Like, he just says, oh, we're having this ritual tomorrow. But you know who knew? You know who knew? It was a Josh? Josh Yes. But he didn't say anything either. No, he did not. And so I was like... So who knows? Like, why don't y'all know? And he was like, I can't really explain it to you guys. And I was like, bitch, you could explain that. But like, <laughs> he was like, no, like, just come tomorrow. And so like, everybody's standing out there. Except for Mark, because he was like, yeah, that dinner was boring. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> he did sleep through that. He did. And later he was like, you have all the things to let me sleep through. And I was like, girl. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> mess, just messy. Mess on top of mess on top of mess. And then so he, um... No, he yeah, he's not present, but they're the rest of them are. So like Simon and Connie and everybody. Ooh, Simon standing there. Yeah, Simon was heated. And so <laughs> I just remember because it's drawn out so long, like Danny's staring up there, and the way they show it, like they kind of show the elder at the top of the cliff. The the I think it's a man and a woman. So they show like the woman first, and she's kind of like looking down. Like I guess they kind of make eye contact, or like Aunt Danny's kind of looking. But they also, in the way that they showed it, like in the wide shot, they show like this, like like the stone surface below. And that's when I was like, Ari, Ari, don't do this. (laughs) Literally in my chair, I was like, Ari, don't do this. Ari, please do not do this. <laughs> I was so, like, is this happening? Is this going to happen? I was like, it's going to fucking happen because of course it's going to happen. And then I was like, okay. So she like jumps to her death and of course they're all like, oh, what the fuck? And then she goes splat like a Gallagher melon. Like, oh no, it was bad. And then the part that killed me was that he showed it up close. And he kept zooming in like a boomerang or some like. You want to see it again? You want to see it again? You want to see it again? And I was like, I see. I see her head. Like her head was caved. Like this is why I'm like, listen, if the part in Hereditary with Charlie and her entire face and head did not freak you out or if it freaked you out too much, I mean, this ain't for you. Yeah. It's... Because it was shown more than once. Because then you got the guy, and the guy, this is what you're going to, okay, let me tell you. If you're going to jump from anywhere, especially when you get older, do not jump feet first. Woo. <laughs> I don't know, just do not do it because, listen, people joke about having bad knees and bad ankles. It is not a game out here, okay? <laughs> like, especially not from some great ass height. And you know what the fuck happens? 
snapped in half like a Slim Jim, bitch. <laughs> it reminded me like of from like when Tales from the Hood with David Allen Greer when the little boy balled up that piece of paper. Mm. That's what his legs looked like to me. Oh, man. It was like. It was bad. Like if you just snapped a snick, like a stick in half, just like. <gasps> And Simon is freaking out. Like, oh, I was losing it because they show, because at first you see the guy, he's like laying there. And of course, he's still alive. So he's in pain, he's in pain and agony. But then the camera pans to show you, it's like, like, we don't know what happened. Because like, you see the impact when he jumps from the clip. Like, already make sure you see that impact. And I was like, Lord, I'm being tested. And Simon is like, he's still alive. He's still alive. You can save yeah. him. You can save him. You don't have to do this. Like, he's fine. And, and they like, ain't no saving nobody be over here, bitch. Like, this is our culture. So please respect yeah. us. Well, then, of course, they, they put him out of his misery. With a giant mallet. Three times. Three different people hit him in the head. It's a lot. Like... Hey, it's a lot. How much did you enjoy this part, Brittany? I was just like, woo! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, woo! Mm, wow! Like, I couldn't believe it. And, like, since it's not dark, like, hereditary, like, <laughs> it's bright. I know. It yeah, is because the thing bright. about hereditary is that half the time you're like, did I see what I just think I saw? And in this movie, you're just like, oh, I seen no, it. Bitch, you saw it. <laughs> I seen that. You seen it, <laughs> but though it's a another elder in the village who is trying to explain like this is our culture, um, this is what we do. It, the way she explained it, I was like, you know what, girl, you making some sense because like, who wants to get sick and die in a hospital? Like, yeah, because she's like, again, I always mention my chronic illness, but I was like, I think about living in near constant pain for 80 years like at this point in my life i've had near constant pain for 21 years and the thought of having it for 60 more is mind-boggling to me like can you imagine having like someone it feels like someone is beating you in the head with a mallet constantly and you have vision disturbances, you get nauseous, you throw up, you pass out. Like these are things that you experience quite regularly. And you go through that for, you have gone through that for 20 years and you're projected to go through that for maybe 60 more. So it's like, oh, okay, you're making points here. <laughs> like you're making a lot of points. Like she was saying that I don't want to get old and have like become a burden or I don't want to get old and have to depend on other people to care for me. I want to be able to care for myself until I don't have to care for myself and I get to choose when I go. Yeah. And like, it will make me proud that I get to join my elders. Like, yes, it, it means something to me that I can join. And Simon is about to cut like, I felt like Simon was about to square up with this woman about her belief system. And that reminded me of in the Wicker Man when, um, what's the police dude name? Um, 
uh, I was just listening to that episode today, just trying to figure out if we what we kind of was what we didn't didn't like about that movie, and I do not remember that that man's name is. Um, well, police officer man. Um, police police man. Um, <laughs> little man. Uh, let me look. Sergeant it up. Howie. On. Sergeant oh, yes. Howie. Yes. He was trying to use his belief system. And everything that he believed in to and impose that on a, a isolated community who had a totally different value system, a totally different belief system. And he was trying to rationalize and reason with them in a way that was just totally different. And he couldn't because their values weren't his values. And that's what it reminded me of. And I think in this part, they're more like because it's more of like an anthropological trip in most ways. Like they're kind of like, well, like they they're not the judgmental kind of like shame on you for the I mean, except for Simon. Simon was just like, this is fucked up. But like the, the rest of the group isn't kind of like like they're shook, but they're not necessarily like as as um vocal about their kind of shookness (laughs) at least to like the to the other people in the commune like the actual like native people in the commune but like um but danny is ready to go danny is ready to go and this is one of those kind of things where it's kind of like you don't like you're supposed to follow your instincts but you don't (laughs) yeah like she should have been like, now nah, let's get the fuck out. And I think she kind of was, but then her, like, wasn't Christian like, well, this is like what, like, I'm trying to learn from this or something like that. Like, he's like, I'm trying to keep an open mind. And like, why would you, like, again, Christian being a shitty boyfriend and having shitty friends because Josh knew what was happening and didn't tell anybody. And you knew that this woman's family died. Mm hmm. And you knew what was about to happen and you couldn't say, hey, you might want to hang out with Mark for a little bit because Mark isn't coming. (laughs) But you didn't because you knew what was happening. Right. And like, I just remembered that I read this thing on like BuzzFeed yesterday, like kind of like a review um, of the movie. And it also talks about how like a lot of the red flags that were popping up pretty much from the beginning. Like, they kind of ignored. And one of the reasons why they kind of gave it to, um, or at least they, this person, how they read it or interpreted it was more like, um, they kind of want, like, the sense of need of, like, belonging within this, like, group of people, even though, like, they definitely do not belong there, but also, like, how everything seems, like, more, like, authentic and, like, close, like, the way, their way of life is so, like, holistic and, like, of the, like, of nature and stuff like that, like, they're kind of, like, like, even me, I was, like, you know what, I mean, I get it, (laughs) and I was, like, but then I was, like, girl, no, I don't, and, like, how, how, like, they're, they're, they're not, like, restrained by, like, modern day things. Like, cell phones don't work. They do a lot of, like, cooking together. They're always together. So they're very, like, close-knit. It's, like, a completely different, like, way of life from 
America or like from like a lot of different other countries. So, um, you know, it's like communal and um, I think that's something that also kind of kind of like seduces them in a way where it's kind of like, well, I mean, she brings up good points. <laughs> But also, you're like, you're trying not to judge, but like, you, you know, like it kind of is one of those things that like you're trying to be open minded, but at the same time, it's like. I just witnessed a death. It's time. I just witnessed two deaths. And then, to go. It's time to go. Yeah. Like, I kind of like that, that um, interpretation just because of like, especially how people are like, oh, let's, let's get back to like, you know, the basics and like, um, like simpler living and all that kind of shit. And it's like, okay, but like, do you really want to? Like, do you want to shit in the woods? But not even that. No toilet like, paper. Do you not realize the setup here? <laughs> do y'all not realize the setup? Like, and also like feeling like you're kind of welcome in spaces that you aren't actually welcome in. Like, and you kind of get that from the clothing. Like, you get those cues from the clothing as well. Like, when they're all together, all of the Harga are dressed in all white. Mm-hmm. And the outsiders are wearing mostly blue. Blue, and then I think, like, um, somebody's wearing black. Was it Was it Mark? Somebody was wearing black at one point, I feel like. Or at least, like, dark blue. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so. whites and dark <laughs> Right. Get out. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, literally not like that in this purpose. Because it's it's like lightly colored clothes and dark clothes. Mm -hmm. But they stand out because they're wearing modern clothes. And then you got like handmade embroidered clothing. Yeah, it's very much like, and they, I mean, they never even offer them clothes, which I, I, I mean, they, I mean, eventually, uh, Danny is offered like a dress because she participates in one of the, the rituals, but, um, and she kind of gets like, a like welcomed into the fold a little bit more than her counterparts, but also she does not have the same like visible reactions and like transgressions as the rest of them. Because, um, like, so Simon and Kanye are like, fuck this shit, we're out. Then, next thing you know, Simon's gone. Simon is gone. Harga, like, yeah, he got, he called an Uber and he went <laughs> home. <laughs> he, like, got picked up by a truck and there's only enough room for two people. So they took him to the train station because they didn't want to be late. And Kanye's like, that would never happen and he would never leave me. And I could have sat on his lap if that was, like, going to be an issue. And he's like, well, that's what happened. He's like, and we tried to obey safety laws, so you couldn't be on his lap. Sorry. And he was like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) The way they could leave sometimes, they're like, okay, bye. They're saying (laughs) stuff, and then they're just like, all right, so see you at dinner. And everybody's like, okay, what the fuck just happened? And Connie's upset. Connie's upset. Well, you never see Connie after that either. For a little bit. Danny runs into her and she is like, is everything okay? And she's like, no, Simon left me. And then Danny tries to tell Christian that Simon left Connie behind. And Christian's like, oh, all right. 
And she's like, you don't think that's weird? He's like, nah, he probably just got to bust back to the thing. You know, like they said. And yeah, she's like, I expect you to do some shit like that. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Tell him. Tell him that he's an asshole, girl. And then Connie, something else happens and Connie goes missing. Yeah, like they just don't see her no more. Like she just didn't come back. Cause she kind of gone off with like her backpack and stuff. Um, and we don't see her no more. And then, um, I forget what happens after this. Like there's some other, I guess we should get into like, um, the, the well, we talked about the book. We talked about how Christian, or, yeah, Christian decides to copy his thesis and shit like that. And, um, we, we also see like um, the coochie pot, like coochie cobbler comes back around. Coochie cobbler does come, and he's like, uh, "Everyone's like, that's a fucking pube in your shit, man." Um, it turns out that um, Pele's little sister, uh, Margaret. I don't know her name. I don't know. She's oh, redhead. Yeah, redhead miss. <laughs> um, <laughs> has a crush, quote or something on Christian, and he catches her. Well, actually, Josh catches her putting a love rune under his bed, mm-hmm. and he gets the rune and like shows the Pele like, "What is this?" And then he's like, "Oh, I see that my sister has a crush on Christian." And basically, what that means is that she is of age to fuck. Basically, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> that no, like she has passed like their cultural um thing to mate yeah mate <laughs> like she receives her like driver's license to fuck basically oh my god okay it is so, not phrased like that I mean, in the movie but that's what I it mean, is yes that's that's it so so christian's got designs on him um mark accidentally pees on their ancestral tree bruh Cause like after everybody then like yeeted themselves off that cliff, they burn um the oh my god this scene when they fucking he showed the bodies again again oh yeah they do they burn close dude I was like shit man because you don't know what they're looking at at first you just see like a little like grate or whatever and the bodies like slide in from like the right side and I was like bitch are you kidding. (laughs) You wanted me to see this. Like, how many times are it? It keep going like back and forth. Like they zoom in on uh, it a lot. Well, no, because then I think like at one point, I don't remember what part it is, but like there's a part where like I think it's Danny having like weird flashbacks and stuff. Or, like, oh, and it's like image. the bodies, and then it's her parents and sister uh-huh. on the rocks. And yeah, like they're yeah, like her parents have replaced like the elders. And her sister is there too, like watching her. And I was like, I can't no more. <laughs> I, like, I can't look at this no more. But so, yeah, they, they, they will um, cremate the elders. And then I guess they spread them over in this area by like this fallen tree and so Mark being like, well, fuck everything, which I was like, how are you an anthropology student? But you don't think like this pissing anywhere outside is OK. 
And that was weird for me because he, to me, at a certain point, took on the role of the stereotypical American. Yeah, it's like hostile. Traveler. Like, yeah, he was like like hostile. Yeah, like, uh, fuck this shit. I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm here to fuck around and do a lot of drugs and 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 fuck everybody who got a problem with it or whatever. Which, like, if you want to go and, um, like, travel and do what you got to do to do, but, like, like, you just can't be going to other people's countries and just, like, being fucking up shit. But that's, like, classic American shit, like, like, it was so bad, and I was, like, so confused. Like, you're, I I mean, I understand you're a young adult, but also. You're an anthropology student. You're an academic. Know. Like, what are you doing? Like, you would assume, like, since this is a sacred festival, that some shit would be sacred. But, like, he don't even give a fuck. And he peed on a tree, and this old is. He peed on the tree and the ashes. Oh, he did. Because they told him to move, and he moved over and peed some more. Yeah, he was like, what are you, like, some guy was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like yelling at him and calling him like a big dumb American idiot and all this. And that, that's the one part of the movie where they kind of slip. We are just like, ooh, shit's gone wrong. Yeah, because they were pissed and they should have been. Yeah, and he was like, I don't understand. I'm sorry, I didn't know what I did wrong. And I was just like, <sighs> I think Josh too was like, bro, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and so after that, like some girl comes over to him. He's like, oh, she doesn't even say anything that makes any sense. She's like, oh, do you want to see? <laughs> and she was like, hey, do you want to come see? And he was like, sure. And he was, was like, like, yeah. <laughs> and I started laughing. She she didn't even give an excuse. It wasn't like, do you want to come see like this scroll? She was just like, hey, do you, you want to yeah, come, come see? And they were like, like, this is a trap, bro. Think, bruh. You gotta think. You gotta think, man. You gotta think. He just goes off. He just goes off. And so, like, that part, do you know what happened to him? I didn't understand that part. I have theories about what happened, but... So... zombify him? I think they they assaulted him. They skinned him. So, when Josh is killed, he is attacked by somebody wearing Mark's face. (gasps) That's what happened? Like... Somebody hits him from no. behind. Yeah, no, that part. But then, like, so, like, somebody is because that dude literally. Okay, the the person who was walking, who he thought was Mark, was like literally. First of all, he looked. There was something going on facially, right? Hair all fucked up. But then his dick was out of his pants. Like, like he had, had no pants on. No, I thought he was. He. I thought he, he was like Winnie he, the Pooh in. No, I think he had sweatpants on, dude. I didn't think he had no pants on. I thought he just had on Mark's shirt to look like Mark, like Mark's shirt and hoodie and face to no. look like Mark. What I, what I saw was like straight up, like he had like a sweatpants on, but somebody had like pulled his dick through like a hole. Oh, I just thought he was like because I was like, in a so hurry this- to look like Mark. So I'm just going to slap on this man's face, no, he put on his like, shirt. And that's why I was confused. I was like, did they like, did she like make... It seemed like she was gonna like give him head, and then they skinned him or something. Like I was like, what did they do to him? I I personally think obviously he was skinned. Obviously, it Maybe wasn't right because okay, like I'm looking at it right now, and Wikipedia is like, yeah, he was nude and wearing his face. Yeah, 
that's not Mark. Like somebody definitely is wearing his face. I was confused. And his I was like, body later on eyes. in the movie is empty. Like it's nothing in there because they put hay on it when they dress him up like a jester because he's a, a clown. Oh. And there's nothing in there at all. Like it's a loose body because they like lift him up like real easily, and there's nothing in there. Uh, oh, Lord. so okay. my thing because like things got a little weird and wild is that he might have been the meat at the meal you know what i was thinking that too when they put them little pies and shit down i was like at the big meal i was like i'm getting sweeney todd here like at the trippy may queen meal oh yeah yeah because it smelled like it like there was flies around it Mm -hmm. and it didn't look like regular stuff a little bit no at first i thought it was like a pig's head but i was like were there pigs around and so i was like that's my theory yo i was worried about that that's my fan theory (laughs) but then also too um oh i got it confused okay let's keep going let's keep going because um yeah so okay um so yeah, you were right, I guess. And then so Danny does the maypole. She does the whole like it's a whole big thing about like a ritual of like I guess some demon made a bunch of people dance till they died, so they were gonna dance till they fell. And uh, Danny manages to win after taking some fucking. They made her drink some kind of weird tea, like strained mushrooms. I don't know what it was. Cause at first I was like, that looks like dirt. But also like manure, it looked like manure, and that's wrong to say. But it did at first because it was such a close up view, and I was like, "It's brown. Why? Why?" But maybe it was like, like hallucinogenic teas or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. So it was kind of just, it was kind of jarring and, to see that up close because <laughs> I was like, "That does not look good." And, and she started speaking Swedish. She did start speaking Swedish, so they could understand each other. And then, so after she wins, they have this whole thing. When I take her to go, like, they, like, bury some meat in, like, another part of And the grain and something else. Yeah, it was, like, a whole thing. And they, like, they sing. Um, and then they come back. Because they have, like, this whole, like, horse drawn. It's not horse drawn, though. It's just drawn by the girls. But they're doing this thing that look, they made them look like. I don't know. It almost reminded me like unicorns. Like they're. It was really cool, honestly. Like I like, I like that carriage. shot. I like the carriage. It's like something from like the royal wedding or some shit. <laughs> like, it looked like Cinderella, like fairy tale. And they like had lit the torches on fire, and like it was covered in flowers. I'm like, where the fuck you get all these flowers from, bruh? And then I don't know what christian was because you know what the part that fucked up too is like christian was like you know what we don't know where josh and mark are and you know what honestly if like because somebody stole the book they made it say they said that somebody had took the took the book from like the sacred space or whatever and and christian was like well you know i mean if it's if it's them like if it's josh that did this like we will not we we're not even associated with him and i was like you what (laughs) I was like, you sold your friend out that fast? He trifling. That's like beyond trifling. I'm like, you know what? Like my friend might have done something, but he's just trying to do his research. Like, you know, he steps out of bounds and I was fucked up. But like, well, like if when, once we find him or whatever, like, well, you know, we'll, we apologize. And like, we, it was completely like, not like some shit like, well, we don't know him. <laughs> he made it like he had never like, like we like, 
He's like, we don't even associate with him. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? He's like, we don't know those criminals. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> racial. That was racial. No, that wasn't racial. That was that was honestly him being trifling. I no, it was just him being just a fucking trifling. Because nobody even knows where Mark is. They're like, is Mark still with that girl? Like, probably. Like, you know Mark. You know how they Mark even is. Check up on him or whatever. And they kept uh, asking Pele. Pele was like, Pele, what's good? And Pele's like, mm-hmm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pele. Uh, so at this point, um, I guess we missed the part where where he where like he goes and talks to an elder. This is probably directly after that scene when he like sells out Josh and them. And then like, he goes and talks to one of the elders, and she's like, Yeah, so um, Homegirl wants you to be her boo. Um, they was like, your um, astrological signs match. So. received some sort of like pubic gift. So <laughs> when you bit into that pie and ate those pubes, that means you're the one. Congratulations. This is the new version of The Bachelor, but like a bachelorette, but like instead of like a rose, you get like a pube and like, <laughs> a meat pie. <laughs> Like a meat pie or some shit. Oh my, I'm gonna throw up. Oh. <laughs> uh, that just made me think of, she, again, made me think of She's All That. When that. Girl, what? Yeah. When they put the pubes on the pizza and it was gonna make Karen Coke and eat it. And then Zach Siler comes in and is like, Hoover it. And makes the bully eat the pew pizza. Oh yeah, I was like, girl, what part are you talking about? No, I remember that part. And he does, he does eat it. And then Janie sees it. Wait, Lady sees it. Lady Bob sees it, and she's like, wait, oh my god, I love him. And then he looks at her and he pretends like he doesn't. He runs out the cafeteria. Girl, <laughs> Zach was going through it. He was going through it. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so I guess, like, at this, like, May Queen, like, after she's deemed, like, the May Queen or whatever, um, they make Christian drink that, like, they don't make Christian drink that tea, but, yeah, but they gave him the thing, like, here, have because he was like, no, I'm afraid I'm gonna have a bad trip, and she was like, nah, you'll just, like, just, like, make your, like, like expand your mind, it'll be really great, and then he's like, uh, and he drinks it and he's like, okay. And immediately after, he looks like he's gonna just like fall the fuck out. He looks at like the red haired girl, like, mm-hmm. So if I drink this hallucinogenic tea, I don't have to be responsible for any of my actions moving forward. And then he just chugs it. He did chug he did chug it. Which the girl I I was surprised that she didn't give him the, the tea, but I guess like if she had, he would have been like, Hell no, nah, girl, get the fuck away. He probably still would have drank it. What a dumbass. So, <laughs> um, so, <sighs> the sex scene. This is, yes, this is when they, okay, so when they take Danny over to go bury the meat in the field, they, um, take, he kind of like is, I don't know if he's drawn to it. But the singing, or I don't know how they get him over there. They just throw out rose petals, like coming through, Amer- coming to America, and he just get Stop. up. Stop. And he go in there. 
But she, he, yeah, it's like a bunch of naked women, like the older women. It's everybody. Um, yeah, and then like little uh, redhead is the little redhead girl. <laughs> she's a young lady. She's not a child. She's like I say, yeah, 21 or something. Like Charlie Brown or something. But she don't, she's she that old. She like, she don't. she's an adult. They gave her her license. She looks so damn frail. I was like, she looks like she's like 17. But, you know, I'm cute, cute. So, um, yeah, he's just kind of like, oh, and she's, she, the way she did it, though, I kind of liked this part because she kind of like, she's sitting there looking like a model, almost like her legs all stretched out and stuff. And then she kind of like flips it over real well. And all of a sudden it's like the flower petals. <laughs> like her, and he's kind of just like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> Like, he's still like, tripping balls. It's a whole bunch of naked ladies. That looked like he was having the worst trip ever. Because I was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable watching him. And it's, like, flowers everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's, like, on a bed of flowers. And she's just like, here, I parted my legs for you. <laughs> but she don't say nothing. Nobody says anything. And so I think, like... Oh, cause they give him like a shirt to wear. They give him one of their shirts, and then like this lady comes and just like takes it off of him, and he's like, "Okay, cool." And then he's like, "Okay, I'm like naked now." And then, and then they just start having it. They just start having sex, and and all and the people like the women are just watching and singing Jodeci in the background. Uh, no, the monsters. What was that like? Fucking like um like Dory trying to speak whale. But it was like over and over, and then like Danny comes back and she's like, "What's going on over there?" And they're like, "No, you don't want to see that." There's like, "Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about, about that girl." It. And she's like, "She's like, no, it would really be good if you did not see that." And then she was like, "Well, I'm gonna go over there and look at it." And so she goes and and she peeps through the 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 keyhole. Ooh, that hurt like that ooh she just starts having like a fucking like attack like she just starts flipping the fuck out and she just kind of like runs back to the house and they all run with her and she's like it's almost like when a baby is crying and then you kind of mimic the baby Mm. and the baby's kind of like what the fuck I to me like this moment is when she became one of them though yeah. Like, like her yeah. cries, Shows they sh- echoed them. Suffering is our suffering. And they were all like crying together. They were all mimicking her movements. They were mm-hmm. all moving together as one unit. And they, they were all, all like, kind of crossed around her. All feeling her pain. Like it was all like community pain. Mm-hmm. It was all community heartache. Even though this is all orchestrated by them <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I was like, they should have gone and bust the windows out of his car as a unit. Like that should have, they should have jumped him. Yeah. This is like the, this is like the Swedish version of like jumping some dude or like you all getting in the car and like rolling by his house and like keying his car up. Like toss a brick through his car window or something. <laughs> bust a window. Yeah. <laughs> like that was, it was just like a really intense, well acted moment. Like, yeah, this is all their fault. But. Oh, I was like, damn, is Florence tired of screaming? 
she was baby girl went through it she was going through it like i she she had the she definitely like this was like her movie i feel like like it wasn't all centered on her entirely but like i was like what's a little baby girl going out here i was like who is this girl Oh, yeah like and this is when they like christian at that moment broke her he yeah because it's like the broke fucking her because the next thing you saw like the neck the media scene after her like crying like having this breakdown was like her covered her like all you see is her head and she has on the may queen crown made of flowers but then everything she's sitting in a throne that's covered in flowers she's also covered in a blanket of flowers and you can't see any of her body she looked like a giant like i don't know what she looked like i'm trying to think of what she looked like she kind of reminded me of snail because she almost looked like she couldn't walk but i thought she was gone i thought i thought they did something to baby girl she did look like she was kind of like knocked the fuck out and i was because i thought they did the same thing to her that they did to christian yes so yeah we had to get that part but then also too she kind of looked like she was kind of like maybe it was like that you know when you had that big old cry you're just kind of like damn i've i've cried it all out i can't move i can't function i just need to go to sleep yeah i just need a nap i'll come at it fresh tomorrow like a post-grief nap Mm -hmm. we all been there yeah who hasn't been there when their boyfriend's trash Mm -hmm. and also Mm -hmm. the world just sucks (laughs) Mm mm-hmm but yeah, um, Christian, girl, the scene during the sex scene when the lady came behind him was like, get in there. <laughs> oh, it was like, cause this, she gotta get pregnant. We need this fresh, we need that fresh DNA. We don't want this to look like the British monarchy. We need fresh DNA. We need to spice to it up. I so stop. <laughs> because that was also the thing too, was like the incest, but there wasn't. There was only one person that was like a product of incest, but I didn't get his part at all. He was the oracle. He um He was the oracle, but then it didn't make a lot of sense of like he didn't have as big as a role as I thought he would. And I mean, he had a, a major role. He got Josh not taken out. I mean, yeah, he probably did, but like I was also very and wasn't was he there? Was he there during the sex scene? I think he peeked in. You know what? <laughs> I forgot he was because I. I mean, like, wait, no, wait. Um, Did they pan over? He was in the other room, like upside of the I, building. I feel like he was literally in the corner. I think he was in the other side of the room looking. Yeah, and, and then that was all the time when John, uh, Christian was like, "What? You know what? You're just kind of doing stuff. You're just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening." That's basically what he was looking like. He was just kind of like moving and was like, "I, I, I don't know what's happening." <laughs> <laughs> and then he realized like he he came down off his high and realized what was up it was like yes. fuck yeah cause the little girl was like I can feel the baby and I was like oh no you gotta get up out of there girl get, go Christian it's time to go and then this is when you see I don't know how much uh, male nudity all of it it sounded like it was gonna be way more it was just a little bit it's a sprinkle yeah, I mean, it was like him, and he was just like, you know, fresh fresh out of some girl. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, realizes he's like naked, and he's like, oh shit. And so he runs into like, um, 
he's running around. So first he sees, he sees, um, when we find out what happened to everybody. Yeah. He tries to hide his shame. Well, I mean, the shame already happened. So girl, it's he's crazy. hiding his shame. He's running around with his dick out and he tries to cover so, himself. <laughs> I'm reading the Wikipedia thing. I didn't realize this person is who this person was. So he sees Josh's leg. Yes, is in the dirt. Is in the dirt, and he's got like a rune carved on his foot. Mm-hmm. And he goes into like this little like, um, like chicken coop structure or what? It did look like a. Was the chickens in there? What are chickens in there? I think it might have been. Maybe there was some shit. I don't know, but it was like a small building, like another building that we hadn't been in, and I did not realize that this was Simon. Yeah, it was Simon with little um. Uh, daisies, like sunflowers yeah. on his eyes. Yeah, and and he's been flayed like you know, like that episode of um, Hannibal. Of, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And then um, apparently it's called a blood eagle. Mm-hmm. Did not know that, but like basically they flayed his back and like they they, which I was like, when did y'all do this? The other day. This is like torture. And the other day they had time. <laughs> Like, nobody was awake for this or whatever. Like, I don't know. So it was like, did they, did they do this when he was alive? I don't know. But you do thought, hear screaming. Because, like, you... something happened. Like, you hear a scream and somebody, I think Mark was like, what's that? And they was like, hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> I think you do. I feel like I remember this, but I also don't remember this. So you might be right. I would not be surprised, but. There was somebody like, hey, yo, bro, don't worry about this. Take this drink. <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it. Like, should we actually take this drink? So, um, Christian is, like, paralyzed. He gets, like, brick dust blown in his face. It's like that shit from, um, like, the skeleton key. Remember that shit? Mm. Like, the shit in their face? That yes. shit freaks. The idea of me being aware but not being able to move or speak freaks me out. Like... This is yes. horror for me. This is the part where I was like, mm, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Like, this is worse than the smushed up faces and shit because. Oh. That is like my worst fear. So now everybody knows. I thought you were going to say like having stuff blown on your face because like that would scare no, me because no. I would think it would be like cocaine and I would be like freaked out. Well, you know what? That's that's the least of your problems, honestly, <laughs> in that situation. But, like, literally, like, any sort of, like, if I'm, like, even if I was, like, like, if it was one of those situations where you're, like, like, in an accident or something and you wake up, but you can't, like, that was in that one TV show. Um, I don't think you watched it. I cannot remember what it's called, though. I know me and Devlin talked about it a couple times. But, um, yeah, the dude, like, woke up in the hospital and he couldn't, like, say anything or like all you could do is blink and i was like it's, a, it's also it's a real life syndrome called locked in syndrome that's what it's called and i'm freaked out by it <laughs> sorry is that ever no i'm no like take me out if that happens i'm sorry i can't like it's freaking me out right now talking about <laughs> i hear it in your voice oh because my god like i don't like the idea of not being able to move and i don't like the like like not being in control of like my my like faculties like i don't like the idea of not being able to do you have sleep paralysis? No, I've never had sleep paralysis. Oh. I never do. Please, God. Please take me out. I have it all the time, so. Do you really? Yeah. I got I a lot of sleep it. issues. 
<laughs> I never had. I I pretty much just I don't even dream that much anymore. <laughs> I'm kind of out like a rock at <laughs> the time when I go. When I finally decide to go to sleep, and I'm like, okay, it's really late. I need to go to bed, and I just am out like a light until my alarm goes off. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is happening? That's me. Yeah. That's why I like the haunting a hill house to be having me messed up because they have migraines, <laughs> sleep paralysis, no thank you. haunted houses. I was like, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, n- no, this part was this part was freaking me out a little bit. Um, so the whole ritual is almost complete. Yeah, they basically have lured them in here for some. They had to have. Um, nine human sacrifices, one for each day. So you need four outsiders, and then you need four from the community. So they've already got their four outsiders. So you got Josh, Connie, Simon, and Mark. And then you got uh, the two elders, and then you got two volunteers who are still alive. And then you get one more, and it's of the May Queen's choosing. Yep, and the May Queen is just in there. Miss Danny's in there looking around. And Ooh, baby girl. I was Christian, like, Ooh. Christian can't make his case. <laughs> and so they're just sitting there waiting for her, and they're all happy and smiling and shit. Over fucking Pele's over there with his little uh, uh, oh, leaf crown. I had a question about Pele, too. Like, I had a couple mm-hmm. of things about Pele. Because, like, Pele was talking about how... I was just wondering something like I wonder like when you think about like when I think about movies like this I also wonder how often sacrifices come like yes this is a big sacrifice that Mm -hmm. requires nine sacrifices but I wonder if they do other smaller sacrifices because I don't know maybe like animal yeah probably. or like even like smaller human sacrifices I don't know Ooh, I don't know about all that <laughs> but like I don't know something was like I was like I wonder because like Pele was talking about how his parents died like they burned I think they died in, in a fire and I was That's like the part I was like oh so you telling it some more you basically told them everything and they were like oh okay cool I was like did Pele's <laughs> parents volunteer for something which is weird because this ritual only happens every 90 years. That's why I was like, okay, that timeline is not adding up for me. But I, I was like, I maybe, wondered. I mean, maybe you're right. That was just me De- speculating. No, they definitely, I definitely think they probably volunteered. For something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Because yeah. he was like, yeah, they died in a fire. And I was like. Yeah. Okay, but this is, this is the, this is the climax of it. This is the. And another thing, <laughs> another thing that I was wondering about Pele uh-huh. is when they were talking about what was the other Oracle? Um, his name was like Archie. Um, uh, which Oracle? Um, the young man who was writing like all the new tune tone. Um, I thought new his cigarette. name was Ruben. But oh, wait. I think I heard. I think I heard wrong because I don't see that name on here. But you know who I'm talking about. Right, yeah. Um, and they were talking about like he's chosen because he he's a product of incest and he has unclouded vision. 
So he could see things that everybody else can't. When they were praising Pele for um, bringing in all these great sacrifices, they said something about his unclouded vision. Yeah, I caught that too, but I didn't know, like, I mean, he's not going to be the person. He's not going to be, like, an oracle because he's not. But remember, there were many. I didn't know. I thought there was only one. No, like each book in the, each book that was in like the library was written by a different one. I thought it was like until they got a new one. Oh, I thought it was like each part, like there's a different Oracle and like each Oracle wrote a different book. And right now Ruben is doing it. Yeah, no, I thought that was, like, over time. Mm. I think that was over time, because I don't think they would have more than one. Mm. Um, because, especially since that book, like, he, I mean, he was pretty much going at that book, like, the whole time. So, it would be easy for him to fill up a bunch, especially, I mean, if he was fairly young, which is what I was getting from it, but, like, I mean, over time, he would probably make a bunch of books. You know what's but in there? I bet it's, like, fan fiction. Stop. I me. bet it's, like, Harga <laughs> fan fiction in there. Like, Harga RPF. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just mess. It could be, um... Oh, you don't... Oh, well, you saw it. The fucking shit from Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What is it called? Larry, um, uh, Larry Stylinson? Child, I didn't know it was a, na- a first and last name. Oh, you, they know. out here. No, I knew about that. I didn't know that there was a last name. I component. think so. Well, I think I it learned. is Larry Stylinson. Well, I've learned a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally, yeah. So maybe, you know what? I mean, because they never said what it was interpreting. They just said they, they were interpreting what... He he's writing. Yeah. So I don't know what he meant by the unclouded vision. Cause like to me that's movie language. Like that means something. Right. If you use it in this context when you're um referring to like a oracle and this has a significant meaning in this language that mean and you refer to another character as having the same attribute, I would assume they're one and the same. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it didn't give me that vibe, but then I was also like, I mean, it did stick out to me, but I don't think he's an oracle. I just don't know what his deal is then. Um, I was just like, okay, I mean, I mean, he's a good, terrible friend. You know what? He, you know, he, I mean, not only did he bring you all to your deaths, but. (laughs) He got, he he was the only person that got you a genuine gift. That is very true. And he found you a new home. Found your girlfriend a new home. He found your girlfriend a new family. Mm-hmm. He ain't going back home. You can't go back home after that. Nope. Um, but, like, Danny makes her choice. Like, she could choose between trifling Christian and her, like, a member from a lottery, um, like Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, the lottery. You never read the lottery? Because that's what it reminded me of. No. You never read the lottery? No. Oh, my God. 
Wait, is it Shirley? It is Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. And that's what I think is a reference to. So The Lottery, to me, in my warped brain. Okay, Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. I read it like in high school because I was into this kind of stuff. It's about somebody going to this village that is really excited about this lottery happening and everybody wants to win. And everybody's like super pumped. Like, yeah, we about to win this lottery. And um, nobody's like really talking bad about the lottery. And when you find out what the lottery is, it turns out the lottery is whoever wins gets to be a human sacrifice. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so in this village, they have a actual lottery. So they select somebody to be chosen, like have the opportunity to be a human sacrifice. And that person is excited about it. Um, but Danny chooses Christian. And oh, yeah, because did they have an actual like where they spun it around like fucking? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I remember that part now. Yeah, no, I've never seen this. I've never actually heard of this at all. Oh, it was really cool. It, I like the short story a lot. I mean, I spoiled it, but it's fun. Uh, I'm spoiling it, right, it for myself right now because it's on um, Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she then like you find out the purpose of the bear. So. Yep. The purpose of the bear. The bear, um, they set every, like, it's a triangle in the middle of the village. It's a yellow triangle. And they put all of the bodies of the sacrifices in the um, the triangle. And Christian is sewn alive into a disemboweled bear. The, the kids disembowel. Oh, they all are learning how to prepare this bear. Yeah, they're like, all right, kids, come on, gather your knives. He's like, make sure you don't cut this way or you'll rupture the intestines. And I was <laughs> like, oh, wow. Um, and he is burned alive. And Danny watches and he cries. Like, he's crying. Like, the people who are still alive in there are crying. And then the Harga. Yeah, one of them was. Was his brother? Uh huh. With Pele's brother, I didn't realize that until like later. Yeah, Pele's brother is in there, and he's crying. And then the village outside, like the village members, are crying as well. Um, and Danny's crying, and then she sees Christian dying, like burning alive, and her tears turn into a little smile. Well, I mean, it's over. You know, she's there broken up. So <laughs> the ultimate breakup. Like that's done with. She has effectively ended this relationship. I mean, you know. And I would like to say I love this movie a lot. <laughs> and if I honestly, if I couldn't have a Josh death, I would want to be in a bear suit. That's what you want? Yeah. That's what you want. Because I, I would get to be it. a bear. Like, in a bear suit. There we go. It's very symbolic for me. Because bears also mean strength, and they protect you. Okay. But Christian didn't, because Christian a clown. <laughs> so that... Oh, yeah, they, you know what the fucked up part is, too? too that they tell him, like, oh, yeah, like you're wicked and and a bunch of other stuff i forget they said i just realized they they told him that he was like a wicked person (laughs) like you know basically 
let's let the fire get all this out because mm-hmm. <laughs> you tainting the you tainting the situation. Yeah, bears symbolize strength, and they are supposed to protect. But was did Christian really protect Danny? Was he no. her source of strength? No, he was not. No, I mean, <laughs> he was. He wasn't. He was a waste. And he's going to be a deadbeat dad. <laughs> I love was the part that made me laugh, too. I was like, damn, Redhead got her nut and said, gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's in up there talking about, oh, she's in love with you. Oh, Pele. Pele messy. <laughs> he was, too, because they came up to him. There's a couple times that like one of them came up to him and was like, oh, yeah. Christian asked me first if he could do this. And, like, and Josh was like, what the fuck, man? Like, you know this is my thesis. And Pele was like, I just want you guys to get along because you're friends. Mm-hmm. And you guys just have to learn how to work together. Bye. Yo. How? <laughs> so, uh, it, I-, I don't know. I loved it. It, I I, I just it. enjoyed that part. I know there's some people I've seen like some criticisms. Um, I feel like a lot of people will see something that because people will call it a horror movie. So I guess they expect your typical horror movie things, which I feel is kind of like a disservice to themselves and to the genre. Like, why would you keep expecting the same things? Um, from your movies, like, I would be excited to see, like, a movie that was like, okay, we're, this, it's not necessarily scary, but it is kind of horrifying in a way. So, you know, let's push the boundaries a little bit. Um, and I also saw that, like, Ari Aster apparently, like, I think his thing is really like he'll take something that's very sort of like, like I think I said this before, like that's very um, like an everyday part of human life, whether it's like grief or like something and just like blow it up into like this thing. (laughs) Almost to the point where it's kind of absurd because it's just like, damn, all you had to do was break up with her, bro. Like that's that's what I love about him. Like I love Ari's content because a lot of times I wonder, are you legally allowed to do this? You know what? I mean, it's like, are you legally allowed to do this? Do I need to call the police? Am I safe? <laughs> are you safe? Are you okay? Are we okay? Am I, I watched, okay? Um, his short films yesterday and i was like i mean this is this is extreme like there's a lot happening (laughs) like i wasn't like freaked out as much as it was kind of like what is ticking what is going on behind those glasses ari Ooh, i i don't know like and (sighs) they're talking about together a lot probably because they have movies out at the same time and that's jordan peele and ari um if jordan made content like not as wild like i do not want 
Jordan to make movies like this. Because I personally do not think that he has this kind of range. Mm. But if he made movies that push the envelope a little bit more and had just a little bit more heart and depth, he could be on to something. I mean, maybe, but I don't know if he ever takes anything from himself specifically, which I think is why it's so wild, because it's kind of like, like, this is literally, like Ari said, I was going through a breakup and shit was fucked up and, and I just put that kind of thing into this and I was like, yo <laughs> we're like i don't think jordan ever does well he said that get out was based on his experiences with racism yeah but that could be mm. i don't think it's as specific because mm. i i mean you know what i mean like i don't know i I'm, it feels like an like a, a, a story of many where i'm just kind of like like like, this seems like a very, like, an Ari Aster thing. <laughs> like, even though it's, like, a breakup and that's very, like, common, it just feels like an Ari Aster thing. Like, I expect this from him. So I don't ever feel like it's something like, okay, this is something that the Jordan did. Like, this is Jordan's, this is Jordan right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where some There's some directors I'm like, this is you to a T. I know this is you. This, this could only come from you. And I don't think, like, it's, like, Jordan yet. You know, well, that's what he needs. Then, if he could make yeah. a movie more personal, then maybe I could fuck with him like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it feels like something. Like, and this is like this movie is is a lot different from like Hereditary. Very it's different. Like, like it's literally like night and day. And then, <laughs> and then both of these movies are different from his his. Short. short films probably because of like budget and stuff but like his short films feel very um almost like stepperty there yeah i see what you mean yeah it's a lot of like both those movies are kind of like perfect family on the outside but like some shit's fucked up on the inside and like hereditary is leans more towards that but like you could tell like offset like like off top like yeah, perfect ain't what y'all are. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody thinks that unnecessarily. But, um, but yeah, like, I mean, that's just been kind of my opinion. Although, like, I don't really give a whole lot to Jordan. Like, a lot of people do, but. Yeah. I mean, because, like, people know that I, the only reason I mentioned him because, like, they had him interview Ari about Midsummer, And also. Hey, bitch, I want to read it. Do you? I do. Okay. I'll link it to you. Um, (laughs) Do you? And people know that I like horror movies and they ask me about Jordan Peele and I like look at him like, are you asking me because I'm black or are you asking me because you know I like horror or is it a mix of both? Because like you don't want my opinions. (laughs) Um. Yeah, what was I going to say? We pretty much went through the whole plot of this movie, which is not on purpose. <laughs> we just love it a lot. So, uh, I mean, we, lo- I will we say love it. As like a thing that I really enjoyed was the fact that it kind of broke down the the rituals of this group of people 
um, even though it's kind of like a, like a, it's kind of a mixed mash of a lot of different things. So it's not like one thing. And he said he kind of did that for Hereditary too, just so people were like, well, he's also like, I'm Jewish. So like the concept of like devil worship is like a non-factor to me, but like, um, so that's why he kind of like mixed it up to make it more, I guess more of like a like not as straightforward as, as just straight up like, Oh yeah, they're Satanists or whatever. Like, or not. Well, I don't think Satanists are necessarily in mainstream media. They are considered. See? Yeah. But it's not in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Satanists are really um, chill guys, by the way. They are. I've seen their little, um, what is it? What is it called? Their little, the, like the, 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 the tenets of Satanism. I don't know what the actual name is, but like, I was like, oh, this is like normal shit. Like, be decent and shit. Yeah, like, just like, do, literally do you, mind your business, just be chill, yeah. and you good. Yep. So, but yeah, I think that, that kind of led him to this is kind of like doing like a, a mixed mash of things. Um, I've seen people, well, I've seen one person complain about like the, I guess mental health in the movie, like the display of mental health. And I don't know if it's because of the sister and the fact that she was bipolar. Okay. I can see that. Um, yeah, I get it. But also like, and we're yeah, I, we, yeah. I didn't really get to that part. Um, because I was like, well, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I don't know. But um, my opinion is I don't have an opinion, I guess. But um, I have opinions, but I will table them for another time. I guess you didn't like that part. It, it ties into a lot of different things that I believe in. And that's something that I divorce myself from when I watch horror movies. Because honestly... When you watch horror movies, if it has anything to do with uh, uh, mental health issues, like mental illness, if it's a psychiatric disability, you're probably going to get this the the quote unquote worst aspects of it. Like it's going to be very harmful. It's going to be very stigmatizing because that's all that's pretty much displayed in a horror movie, and it is harmful. It's harmful. And that's what makes things scary. Um, But it's harmful to real people. But that's also all... That's what's in horror. Like, that's what makes Psycho. Like, look at Psycho. That's one of the most popular horror movies in history of horror. Um, But think about dissociative identity disorder. Um, You know, when you think about the average person with like schizophrenia, it's not going to be like how you think it is when you watch horror movies. Trust me. So I don't want to say it is what it is, but it is something that you have to think critically about when you watch horror movies. And I hate to say that it comes with the territory, but it comes with the territory. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I gave like 
zero thought to it, honestly, which I guess is really shitty. But also, I was like, this is where this is going, I guess. So, yeah. Okay, I don't know what I was saying before I said that. Let me go back to it. What did I say? I don't know. What are we doing? We were... <laughs> You were talking about criticism. You said mental health. We talked about, like, race with Josh earlier. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I didn't talk about the part I really liked was the the part with when she was the May Queen and, like, all the flowers were, like, opening and closing. Ooh. I thought that shit was so cool because it wasn't even, like, in your face about it. It was kind of like you're just kind of looking at her sit there and she's like, like she's got this big ass thing on her head, and she's surrounded by flowers and shit. And then you slowly start to see them open and close and like move around and um, swirl a little bit. There's little swirls and shit. It's like. It's very subtle, but then, like, the more I was looking at it, I was like, no, these flowers are, like, moving, moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, did, I did really like the the, the special, not the special, I guess the special effects. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever did the visual effects of this. Because people's eyes were fucked up. Faces. It was a lot of face stuff. Yeah. Ari likes himself a weird face. Like when they were doing like the tea and doing mushrooms it was a lot of like face like eyes getting a little bigger the flower like it was a lot going on yeah i think i would have to rewatch it just for that because i was confused by like sometimes i would see somebody i was like who like not everybody looked like there's a lot of people who didn't get like their names and their characterizations and all that stuff but then like also um Like, some, like, one of the girl's eyes was, like, bigger at one point. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, I I mean, that was probably my favorite part, honestly. Yeah, I I like the bear. Of course you did. I like the bear. And, um... The love spell. Like that I'm sorry. I'm I'm childish. I'm a child. Um and any, I guess do we have any um do we have any movies that we would suggest now that we have seen another I guess folk horror movie since I forgot what my recommendation was. I think my recommendation for Wicker Man was Hot Fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> um I actually went through um it's darker but like you can watch the witch um another oh, A24 I love that movie That is a hard movie to watch if you do not have subtitles Yeah you need them subtitles You absolutely need subtitles it is not like I could not have actually watched that in theaters because I've been like bitch what the fuck is being said but like um that one's a little bit like more like it's less like Ari's is kind of like a mixture of things and um a mixture of like rituals and stuff but like 
I think, what is his name? Is it Robert Eggers? Is that what his name is? Yes. Um, his is more like straight up like, like this is by the book. We looked at this research. This is how they talked. This is how, you know, they dressed and all that stuff. So he, it's very, 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 very meticulous. So that can be kind of hard to actually sit there and like, what? watch because you're just like it's like like if somebody read you the king james version of the bible that's what it is mm-hmm. and it's just like what the fuck lead they thy verily i say unto you <laughs> it's like fuck out of here but um yeah that one i think is 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 good too um because it does still like a, a girl who gets kind of fucked over by a lot of different people mm-hmm. for some shit that wasn't entirely her fault. Mostly and, a man who was important to her, her father. Yeah, her father just kind of, you know. Yeah. I mean, he tried, but like also, and that was a thing too, I, I think they, they mentioned is kind of uh, as like a, as a trope in the genre was kind of like sort of, Going from civilization to the wilderness, mm-hmm. and having to try to tame that wilderness, but also being afraid of it, and yeah, girl, <laughs> they did not tame that wilderness. Mm. Wilderness came back to fight. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that one. Mm. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good suggestion. There's a ton. We should actually link that video. Um, from. Do you have one? Because I might have another one too. No, I, um, I mean, oh, you know which one I kind of liked was The Ritual? Oh, okay. That was cool. That one was, is not, I mean, it's, it's oh, not the same. It is set in Sweden, but it's kind of like, it almost feels like the Blair Witch Project of Sweden. And technically, Blair Witch Project is a folk horror movie, too. Well, that goes, I mean, that's great. Did I ever tell you about my friend who thought that shit was real? I mean, when I was like, what, what year was it? I was like, when I was 12, 99. I thought it was real. Um, She was definitely in her 20s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she got mad when I was like, no, this ain't real. Are you kidding? And she was like, because she's like, I've always wanted to watch this. And then I was like, okay, cool. We'll watch it. It's coming on like later night and whatever. And then we, <laughs> she was like, wait, is this, isn't this real? And I was like. No, it's not real. Are you crazy? Oh, no. So she basically thought the shit was real for like... 20 years? years. Oh. 15 years. This is this is a while back. Oh. Okay. Like, nah. Yeah, no, that's... Um... Well, maybe that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. And I'll just add one more real quick. Children of the corn. You are lying. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is, they are on a road trip. They are going okay. into a completely isolated town where everything uh-huh. has regressed from, when was this made? Like the 80s to like pilgrim time. Like, like 70s, right? Wait, is it like 70s or 80s? Yeah, late 70s, early 80s probably. So like they're going back to like pilgrim times. So, Seven, mm, yeah, yeah, I think it counts. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Eighties, yeah. And what was that kid's name? What? Je- uh, Malachi. 
Malachi. I know that's a redhead one. Malachi. And Jedediah? Was Jedediah one? I feel like Jedediah's one. I feel like the Jedediah seems plausible for the um, time period. No, there was Malachi. There was a Malachi because that was the red one. He was like the redhead one. He was the enforcer. And I feel like... There's an Isaac. Isaac, that's the... That's the trash one. Was that the like enforcer, like the leader? He was the leader, I thought. Yeah, but it has like that one has like some supernatural things going on. But I think it counts. Stephen King is crazy. Ooh, he 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 be on that shit. He 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 he. So yeah, those would be my recommendations if you're interested in checking those out. This will start to turn into a regular ass episode. It definitely is. <laughs> so yeah, this was our rough cut <laughs> on Midsummer, directed really by <laughs> Ari Aster, my boyfriend. Real clean cut, <laughs> rough cut. We'll get better. One day you'll get an episode from us. It's like thirty minutes. We're like, yeah, we talked about this. We gotta go. Yeah. Well, one day we'll do like a twenty minute episode on something. I don't even know how we would do that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we still have to announce our actual, like, things that we're going to do. So that's coming. I think by the time this is uh, cut and released, this um, y'all will know what we're doing our next um, episodes on. And I'm excited about um. She is ex- so excited. Um, And I just got the DVD in the mail today. Woo! So should be an interesting ride. Yay! Yay! Okay, cool. So thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah, yeah, hit us up, and we'll see you, I guess. We won't see you. But you know y'all hear us. Yeah. Check us out on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club. You could listen to this on Spotify, obviously, or iTunes or SoundCloud. And feel free to email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com and visit us at blackgirlfilmclub.com. All right. Absolutely. Yes. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. It's hashtag Ari Hive, bitch. <laughs>